and god damn it we're trying to change it we were, we're going to, to we're going to conversion therapy absolutely the three of us i've decided matt Marin, bobby sheehan joe gorman locker room yes. talk podcast goes to conversion therapy that would be fun that'd be a fun episode nice to kind of hang out with a bunch of gay priests yeah bobby would kill himself i would yeah. matt would be completely indoctrined you think so you yeah think I would, and uh, i go around yeah. raping the counselors <laughs> But if it's only the women counselors, they're like, okay, he's no, learning. No, specifically the men. Oh, okay, because so it's not about sex. Well, no, for them it would be like, oh, no, I'm going to hell now. Mm-hmm. Because oh, like, mm. That's what turns Joe on yeah. is the The, uh, the damnation. Yeah. Do you think anyone's ever done that, gone to conversion therapy camp, and they end up converting the counselors to being gay? Uh, yeah, it's called priests, dude. Those yeah. Are the, yeah, the people at conversion therapy. Yeah. Well, they're I mean, molest- well, some of them probably go there and are gay already. They're all gay. You think everyone who works at a conversion camp is gay? Fuck yeah, dude. I'm sure that like the head counselor at least is like, hey guys, listen, I used to be gay and now I'm not. And this is anyone that's like anyone Yeah, anyone that's like so obsessed with like hatred of something, like is secretly that thing. Like how Joe, you're a woman? I'm a black (laughs) I'm a I'm a black woman, dude. (laughs) Joe's a black woman. Like Scooby. Did you see that? I'm a pregnant black woman. Yes. Did you see in the um I haven't watched any of Velma, and I generally don't comment on things that I haven't seen, but I just see discourse of, but this one's too good. Okay. Scooby, who was not in the first two episodes, that was the outrage that Scooby-Doo isn't in it. Mm -hmm. There is a Scooby. She is a black woman who Shaggy, who's now a black man, is friends with. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. To get well, that's over, like, yeah. but that's like also funny because it's like the stereotype of Shaggy and Scooby. It's like these stupid fucking potheads yeah. that are just comic relief, basically essentially minstrels anyway. Our uh-huh. our mm. POCs in yeah. in the woke version of Scooby Doo, but it's also like it's not for us. But then like, who's it for? Because it's not for kids. It's not like for the, it's. I don't know who it's for. Like who's Mindy, the target? Yeah, I mean Mindy Kaling did. Uh, kind of pull off the impossible what? in this divided world where now she made everyone agree that they hate this one thing usually when there's the thing that like oh everyone hates this it's usually like sure but like crazy alt-right yeah. people like it do or super people, people do like, like the like mental it. gymnastics to explain why it's actually a good thing yes but literally everyone from every extreme and everyone in the middle like everyone she's a, hates plant. This. She's a biden plant dude to keep the impending civil war at bay dude uh i'll say this like the new velma is like the anti Spider Verse because yeah. like Spider Verse was you know they basically made Spider Man black in Into the Spider Verse but everyone loved it because it was handled with respect yeah and it showed like an appreciation for the continuity that came before it and they yeah. also moved it into new and exciting territory yeah so it's something everyone can enjoy but this Velma series it doesn't do any of that it doesn't do yeah. any of the things it doesn't. Either it, it, it doesn't find a new audience with a new generation while also bridging the gap between an older generation for something that everyone can like. Yeah, it's almost made with disdain for people who like yeah. there's jokes about I guess I've seen enough um, clips online of like you should watch fun the full show before you watch. In fact, let's pull it up right yeah. now and get pulled <laughs> off. YouTube. Let's do, let's do a watch along yeah. for the Patreon. Another another watch along. We'll yeah. figure that out somehow, folks. Oh, yeah. For this month, our watch along will be a v- Velma. Yeah, we'll do that. We could do that. We'll I got see. HBO Max. They yeah, won't let copyright us. us. They'll be so happy that someone's watching it. Uh, yeah. No, I think a lot of people are watching it because once something gets enough, like, even people hating it, you, there's people okay. hate watching so, it. So I was jokingly saying that Mindy is a Biden plan to keep us from killing each other. Oh, you were joking. I was that. joking, folks. Right. But my conspiracy brain is firing a little bit. Uh-oh. Do you think they're purposely creating content for people to hate watch? 
Um, I hope not. Oh, maybe in general, it's, uh, oh, if people get mad at this, that's cool. People will still watch it. There was one person online who thought it was a conspiracy saying that Mindy does purposely bad woke comedy in order for people to say, see, wokeness is bad. Yeah. Um, but I did. That's um, giving her too much credit, I think. Yeah. Well, from some of the clips I've seen, it's just like Velma is kind of the nerdy, self-loathing Indian woman that Mindy Kaling has played, and like Fred is the handsome white man she likes but wants nothing to do with her. Shaggy is her black friend who likes her but she doesn't. It seems like Mindy Kaling wrote a show that didn't get picked up, and she's like, "What if we took a popular IP <laughs> and then just took all the characters she had in some other show she had made up the characters and just put them onto Velma, Daphne, this, and Shaggy?" I do, th- I do like that you previously talked about this on the other free episode oh yeah and now it's like damn this is like really weighing heavy on matt oh, yeah. dude matt ah. loves pop culture dude yeah. yeah well i've never seen matt like so like he, he you've had like opinions but this is like something that's like it's it's stuck a fun with you. it's a fun well because it's uh <laughs> it's one of the few things that i've seen trending multiple times on twitter over yeah. multiple days mm-hmm. that um like every new episode is coming out and it's interesting no internet hate is um like appropriate to the level of no like it's always worse like the magnitude of hate is way worse than whatever anyone ever did right yeah like oh we have to arrest Derek Chauvin it's like right relax yeah Yeah, what did he do wrong yeah he was like he didn't do anything he did he didn't do anything as wrong as like that (laughs) that that woman who had sex with all those other cops Joe why does this weigh so heavily on your head (laughs) oh I'll tell you why dude because finally a cop does something good and everyone's making fun of her for it dude (laughs) like the one time dude the one time like they finally like they do cops do something that humanizes community outreach yes and Um, what do we do she didn't just listen to black men she fucked black men you know what it's also funny because that is like one of the things they're kind of making fun of her for is like oh she fucked black men too and it also like that that it 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 dehumanizes black men to make them like the the sexual punchline like yeah. that but no one wants to admit the the fact that yeah. it's like oh a woman got fucked by a bunch of black guys yeah. it's like oh because black guys have like big fucking dicks and the idea is like got like kind of yeah a gangbang right so it doesn't fucking matter in the yeah. long run look dude no one's going to accept fucking Black Velma or fucking she's Indian, Indian Velma. Velma. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Joe walks into the fucking Twitterverse yeah. completely uninformed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm mad that she's black too. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say. Side. So the hate is always at a certain point. It gets just sort of how many people are saying things. Mm-hmm. It way outweighs whatever is done. But generally, what's that? That's just the cat. Oh, oh, the cat. The litter box is over there. <laughs> oh. I thought I was finally having a nervous breakdown. Yeah. Um, a Joe-induced nervous breakdown. And so, on, many, so many times when you see hate on Twitter, it's um, like kind of weird. You're like, why is everyone mad at this? It's the the new show. It feels so justified, the anger and the hatred. Like, this person did do something that sucks. Mm-hmm. And everyone is telling them that it sucks from every side. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of nice to see mm-hmm. which is why everyone I'm coming like, together a little bit everyone coming together to rightfully tell this person uh, i'm gonna kill you <laughs> mindy kaylee yeah. we're gonna fucking kill you because you made the fucking cartoon character yeah a, a goofy looking color but also at the same time i do realize no human being should ever be subjected to like thousands of people saying uh like being angry at them yeah. at once so it's not justified in that way but in general just going online seeing what people are worked up about and it's always like uh 
that, that doesn't make any sense. Are people actually upset about it? Seeing one where it feels like they got it right is kind of satisfying. Oh, you love it, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your ideal Scooby-Doo that you would introduce somebody to uh the wwe scooby-doo <laughs> oh that one <laughs> they did uh my I, room my yeah. roommate mark henley may, may he, he live, live forever. forever as long as he doesn't have sex with trans women right <laughs> r.i.p we uh, <laughs> um he threw it on the other day the scooby-doo yeah. wwe crossover that they did Ruh-roh. and it's uh very silly and very dumb but also yeah. so was the original Scooby-Doo. it was the uh, ghost of chris benoit <laughs> Uh, someone's killing all these people on the Nordic tracks, and we have to find out who it is. <laughs> and it was like the ghost of Benoit. Yeah. But That's what they never turned, showed. Yeah. If you found, if you saw like the video footage yeah. outside of his house in Atlanta after he murdered his wife and son, uh, he hung himself on the Bowflex before the mystery gang was able to get there yeah. and Jinkies. pulled a mask off. <laughs> it, it turned out to actually be. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, fucking bret hart yeah and it was, it was like i was trying to make him look bad for the death of my brother owen <laughs> no it was That's kevin a- sullivan you Ooh. ever hear that conspiracy theory which one was i don't that even one? know if you know this one so, wrestling conspiracy theories yes i don't know if you could believe that pro wrestling fans would be susceptible to believing conspiracies there, there must be that's the one constant in every different fan base is that there's conspiracy theories you can have a conspiracy theory about anything i guess mm. yeah some people think wrestling's not real do you think people have conspiracy theories about us yeah mm. oh my they god think, they think they that think we you... actually have sex with a lot of women and yeah. we're not an in, we're not real incels <laughs> one That's fucking not freak true, out guys. yeah one freak out there thinks bobby doesn't rape kids yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm telling you it's not possible that a fully grown mm. man would only be attracted to, to adult women yeah, he's, uh, some guy that thinks I'm representing him is just real yeah. upset. Yeah. So Kevin Sullivan was a uh, wrestler who became one of the like backstage promoter bookers in uh, the old WCW. Nice. And his wife uh, was on the show as a manager, and her name was Woman. Ooh. That was her character's name on the show. And nice and easy, baby. So he had famous her. for being seen and not heard. I assume. Yes. Was that her finishing move? Yeah, being seen. She was not, the ring. She was a manager. Ah, so I she see. was the escort. She would walk uh, her whoever Ooh, she was managing. Yeah. So Kevin Sullivan, it's his wife, and he. Um, excuse, excuse me. me. Yikes. Uh, assigns her to manage Chris Benoit, and as his manager. Bubs may be killing me. I may have to take you Claritin midway through the episode. You didn't take your pre-locker room talk. I didn't Claritin? take my pre-locker room talk. You blew Claritin. it, dude. Guys, send. Um, in addition to giving us more money, which for we the need, Patreon, um, please send uh, send Cliff bars to me. Yes. Send Claritin to Matt. What is what is Joe like? Drugs. Weed. Yeah. <laughs> Give me drugs. Mm-hmm. Any kind yes. of drugs. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Fentanyl. Yeah. Right. Rufalin. It doesn't even need to be in like a clearly labeled thing. It just be like <laughs> yeah. fucking loose drugs. I'll take them. I don't Surprise give a fuck. drugs. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck. Powder. I'll try it. So Kevin Sullivan assigned his wife to manage Chris Benoit. They would travel together. They would work together. Nice. Keep the characters going. And uh, she ends up cheating on him with Chris Benoit and marrying him. Uh-oh. And that is the wife that he killed in the killing his wife, the double murder, homicide, uh, suicide. Oh, my God. So there was a conspiracy theory that Kevin Sullivan actually went there and killed her and him. <laughs> <laughs> he was Hell nowhere yeah. near Atlanta. There's Hell no yeah. way he was. It was just, well, fit, uh, 10 years ago, that was his <laughs> wife. So I'll bet he is involved. <laughs> 
Damn, that's so fucking cool. And he's doing back in the day. Kevin Sullivan was like a dark character. Yeah. We would lead like the Dungeon of Doom, like satanic type stuff. And there, so there are some people who from back then are like, well, he was a re- he was a Satanist. Of course, he would that's, he would do something like that. That's cool. fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I guess he could have uh, he could have been responsible in that. Like Chris Benoit is like, I've been having some weird thoughts, mm. and the guy's like, oh, I know how CTE works, but he's just like, Chris, don't worry about it. Yeah. Bottle it all up, buddy. Yeah, it'll be fine. And if worst case scenario, read this about the story of Lazarus. Found out, find out how they he raises people from the right. dead, and you'll be golden. Yes. Damn. Mm. I'm learning more and more about wrestling, just being yeah. like near Matt. Yeah. Now, WWE is now officially sold to Saudi Arabia. No, that's not true. What are we gonna? <laughs> what are, are, are we still fans, Matt? I'm, I mean, a bigger, the, I'm a bigger fan. The U.S. Yeah. is BFFs with Saudi Arabia, yeah. so yeah, we should. If anything, you should. We should be happier. It is kind of weird that like it's as it from top down is where the alliances with um, Saudi Arabia have come from. Where it starts off with the highest, most powerful people in the government and the U.S. and companies and everything, and then it starts to go down to golfers, and that's when we get mad at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <Uh-oh. laughs> that's when we decide actually. Uh, Phil Mickelson, you're the problem. It's like uh, he's not the f- he didn't decide. Mickelson, please. Yeah, he's not the one who decided for U.S. and companies in Saudi Arabia to be working together. Mm. Um, but Are you it's, worried uh, that like now, like the female wrestlers won't be able to show off those deli- that delicious body. Yeah, in the Saudi Arabian yeah. shows, they have to wear full like oh gear covering their arms and, and they legs. have eyes and nose matches. It's like a bra and panties match, yeah. but a little different. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the first show, they weren't allowed to have women on at all. And okay. in the second right, show, they did, and the uh, crowd went crazy for it. So I think the people there like, are so fun. horny. Yeah. Dude, Just to so see like a horny. woman without like a shawl over her head, mm. they were going fucking nuts. I mean, I'm on day... 17 of no pornography why um, this is new year's resolution new year's resolution Forever? baby uh, i'm gonna give it a year see what it's like really yeah. no porn for a year mm-hmm. but i am masturbating why i gotta masturbate how often do you masturbate um in my new porn fast uh just once a day <laughs> once once in 17 days how was it was it a big ass load it it yeah it felt very it felt natural too what do you think of while you were you coming? have unnatural loads <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean felt natural it just felt like evolutionarily like i saw a woman with big tits a few hours before i woke up in the middle of the night with an insatiable need to jack off to Uh-oh. those titties specifically like my brain thinks that's my wife yeah you know mm. what i mean and it just felt nice Instead of your various like porn star girlfriends, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah I canceled all my old OnlyFans subscriptions. Do you have uh, OnlyFans? Uh, I like the Bobby. He sees a girl with big tits, wakes up in a panic in the middle of the night, <laughs> needs to jerk off, and goes, "Ah, nature." <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is what it feels. This feels natural. <laughs> Damn, Bobby. <laughs> Yeah, when you put it that way, it actually sounds a little psychotic. Yeah, I read an article about that in National Geographic once. <laughs> Damn, how'd you feel about that? It was is it it was a nice experience. Really? Yeah. yeah. I wish that I um the only thing is like once you get back to now I feel like I'm in a cum fasting. You know what I mean? I'm fasting from cum. 
That makes it sound mm. like Don't I'm you, aren't you worried about your prostate getting? I, I, my that's dad what I did do. have prostate cancer. That's what I do, and like probably because he wasn't jerking off enough. I, you know, yeah. I never asked him, but that's all, it's a theory. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. If you yeah. drop like multiple loads, your chance of prostate cancer plummets. Bobby, do you think after dating a Jewish girl for so long, you just every time Yom Kippur came around and you mm. had to do a come, f- she had to do a come fast. A come Is that fast. where you got it from? It was so yeah. Come and fast, like, come furious. We- <laughs> And it's it's crazy to me that Yom Kippur lasts for six months. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah, a come fast. Yeah, mm. yikes. Come but fast, don't come, come too fast. Don't come too fast, dude. Too I did, that night. I did jack off like Twice. a mighty. No, no, no. Just once, but it took like uh, probably under a minute. Nice. Of just like. Just going at uh-huh. it. That's frustrating if you're like not doing it that often, though. Because if you're like, I'm gonna try not to masturbate, then you. W- you want the one you do to last a little longer. Eh, I feel like or you no, had to get back. You had to get back to sleep. It's quality I, over quantity. It's qu- mm. it, perfect, Joseph. Because yeah. if you're not watching porn, you Ooh. almost don't have that multiple tabs. Finding this, Bobby. Finding oh, I fucking hate when I like come before all the tabs are done. Yeah, it's like I had three others I lined up. Uh-huh. This was the plan. I'm like, open this one in a tab. This one. This it's one. Like the seven then you, fishes. Then you come and but it's for like cum shots. It's like fuck. There was that one that I was really excited to watch, and now I gotta wait for like uh, I don't know, ten minutes well, or whatever. Bobby, you're <laughs> so you're doing like a porn fast. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be more difficult if the porn you watched was mainstream accessible instead of, you know? I was so looking forward to your actual question. (laughs) That is my question. Do you think because you normally indulge in CP that it's easier to abstain because, you know, you don't have your fucking Tor browser and whatnot? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe all you have to do is get rid of that VPN (laughs) and you'd be able to. This podcast, by the way, is sponsored by NordVPN. Yeah. Yeah. Use use promo code uh, Joe will never let this bit die. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a bit. I I wish it were. Yeah. I don't know. This is one of the times I truly say, (laughs) well, hopefully, like, uh, you know, this time it will be a bit. And then I say it and I see the look in your eye of terror, knowing that you're your little delight. Yeah. Why why would I be concerned that this is going on the internet? Because, like, now people are going to find out Bobby's (laughs) hunger. I don't know if VPNs are yeah. used for CP in any way, but I do want to put that out there so that anyone who advertises NordVPN <laughs> now has that on there. Yeah, yeah, dude, you're yeah. either you're either like a yeah, you're a pedo or like a doomsday kind of like prepper guy. If I want to watch. VPN, I want to watch. Netflix. Yeah, I think so. Like, oh, I don't want yeah. Bill Gates to know where I am. Like I want to watch that the British thing. Netflix, and so that's what yeah. I use a VPN for. Yeah, and VPNs can, can just be used to like say you live somewhere you don't. I know people yeah. who have like. Uh, um, uh, different like sports yeah. apps like for um, if you have the MLB app so all the apps they do like blackouts so if you live in New York the uh, Yankees and Mets are on TV here so you can't watch those on the MLB app but if you use a VPN you could say you're in California and then you won't be able to get like Dodgers or Angels games Ooh, we should jump around. but VPNs yeah. for voting yeah right? we do yeah Ooh, mm-hmm. have yeah, you been doing voter fraud, Joe? I have. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, that's it's why fun. Joe believes that there was voter fraud in the 2020 election yeah. because he commits voter fraud. Yeah. Look, if that's the worst thing somebody on this podcast is convicted of doing, fine. Yeah. Fucking, I'll take that voter fraud because it's better than 
some of these other things that people mm, do that we talk about on the Patreon. We talk about on the Patreon. We also allude to <laughs> on this on the regular ass episodes. Yeah, too. you have to go back and watch every one of our free episodes and uh, try and find the pattern. Look, mm-hmm. Finn loves me. Finnegan. He does. This is because Kelly's gone, so he's like, fine, I'll take what I can get. I think that's a big part of it. He, yeah, he's definitely a mama's boy. Mm. Kelly is on vacation, by the way. She's not gone. Yeah. Well, didn't she come back? She's back. Yeah. She's oh. having uh, dinner with her brother. Oh. Brother is a fan of the podcast. Yes, he is. Uh, the older brother. Oh, the one who doesn't like the podcast. I don't think it's... I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I can't get a read. Mm. I it's funny some friends of mine have, be, have been like I listen to your podcast yeah. and other friends are like I yeah I need to listen to your podcast I'm like you don't it's fine well are you yeah. afraid of them finding out about your little addiction no I <laughs> I think that uh, like I feel the same way about when someone's like oh I gotta see you do stand up and it's like yeah. I actually don't need you to do that but like you love fan, telling people you a, do stand up comedy fan, a fan I want to, to come of what course. about a girl but, on a tinder date like but, you match on tinder and she's like, I'll go on a date with you and I'll suck you off dry, but only if you take me to a show. Well, then, of course. I mean, I did that. I, I had the oh. girl come to Comedy Fight Club. But that's yeah. different. She was like, you're a rapist and mm. I don't like this. Mm. And I want to have sex with that Joe Gorman guy. Have and you he ever been part of it yet? Yeah. yeah. I was there. Have, and you I ever, said, yeah. have you ever brought a girl to see you do stand-up? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. How long after dating? What was the earliest into dating someone you've brought someone to see you do stand-up? Like third date. Really? Yeah. And that made her suck my dick afterwards. You made her. I fucking crushed cool. it. Yeah. And I was like, if you want to leave the screen room, you oh, got to fucking. You made her with the power. <laughs> Joe's <laughs> like, fucking did it again, dude. And you made her with the power of your comedy or you just sexually assaulted it her? It doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> coming is coming. Whether you come by raping or you come by fucking Your honor, them. coming is coming. Yeah. I'm like, I'm. there's your fast and furious, dude. Come fast too furious. Yeah. Oh, it, it is kind of a weird thing though. Like uh, relatives will be mm-hmm. like, uh, "Oh, we're, we we got to see you perform." I'm like, "It, you don't have to. I don't care." Send them a YouTube link. Yeah, I do that now. I'm like, "Here it is. Enjoy." Here it is. Yeah. And then it's like Bobby Sheehan saying, "Like, yeah, so I'm a pedophile," and everyone's like, "Yeah!" But to me, it's it's like it's not a dance recital. No, if they say I have to come see you. I'm like, "Oh, I'll send you a link the next time I'm doing a show," and then I do, and then they don't come, and then they feel bad, and I've done my part. I mean, like, right. they never, I think it's just like a thing. Like, no one's actually going to take you up on that. I think they just say well, yeah. that to be nice. Well, that's the thing. I don't actually care either. Right. But um, if you're going to put this out there, then I'm going to make you feel bad well, about people it. Are all, it's like it's like saying like, "Oh yeah, we should meet up for coffee sometime." Yeah. Like, I you don't, never say that to people I don't want to go to coffee with. You yeah. fucking told James Mack you wanted to go see Venom with him, <laughs> and you left him fucking hanging. Yeah, but then I found out that he uh, was in the U.S. military. Right? Yeah, well, and, and then, I had been listening yeah. to Chapo Trap House. Do we so have I to bleep out to names on a second podcast in a row? <laughs> nah, not this time, dude. No. You're only allowed to ask me to bleep out names once a month, dude. And I keep track. That's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> to have dude. to only bleep out names on the podcast <laughs> and, and once a month. And that doesn't mean yeah. that you... you police your behavior or what you say it means like names will be named and then it's up to and then you're only allowed to put in a request to leap out the names yeah so the fans benefit especially fans ingrained to the immediate new york open mic comedy scene <laughs> they would they benefit the most yeah i'm sad don't be Why sad, sad? Kelly's in the hospital time? what what happened yeah so please give me money and subscribe to the patreon <laughs> If we get enough money, if we get $10,000, I'll be able to perform 
a heart transplant so Kelly can live You'll, forever. You, you you're gonna give her, doing... You're going to give her your heart? I'm going to give her my heart. Well, then you'll both not have a heart. Oh, Matt, how could you say a totally crazy and funny thing like that? <laughs> Save it for roast battle, uh, which right. you should also support on Patreon. Unless Comedy you have to choose Club. between the two, then support Locker Room Talk. Mm. Yeah, Comedy Fight Club was fun this week. You guys both judged it. It was Grove, very controversial. Grove 34. Very controversial. That was a fun one. We it was uh we started forty five minutes late because we we're waiting for two black guys <laughs> who were late. It was Miles Toe and, and Lawrence Reese came in and they were late and they smelled like marijuana and possibly crack. <laughs> I was, think they might have been doing that. Officially the the diet of black people. And right? possibly crack. I think so. <laughs> it was, was Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, is that like it was is Martin that, Luther King Jr. Eve. Is that part of like the thing they do? You know, I'm not. I'm not really a part of the culture myself. So you, know? the, yeah, you were like yeah. saying, like off mic. You're like, yeah, I'm like the Jane Goodall of the NYC comedy scene. So ask me anything about black comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby does say that. Yeah. I do say that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I knew, and I knew you were going to bring it up on air, and I'm so embarrassed. Oh, classic Bobbert. Classic. Well, now that Martin Luther King Day is over, we have President's Day to look forward to. I don't think Ooh. I have that day off work. And Valentine's Day. This is, I think, like the toughest part of the year after, because um, after the holidays, there's kind of like most wonderful time of the year. It's kind mm-hmm. of like exciting. Then it just is winter for three months. Yeah. But and Valentine's no, is so magical. There's Valentine's Day, which, I mean, you know, if you can remember it. <laughs> yeah, I remember it this time. <laughs> I did. I made a reservation already. Yeah. I Where? to. I'm not going to say because Kelly might listen. Why don't we just say it and then you could use one of your bleeps on it. No, I won't. <laughs> one of your monthly bleeps. People already, if you know me, you know exactly where I'm going for Valentine's Day. Medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> Dave and Buster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's Valentine's Day. Uh, yeah. My, there's some three-day weekends in there. St. Patrick's Day, Passover. There's nothing really until Memorial Day. Yeah. That's fun. I guess spring break. Yeah. After, uh, I wish there was like an adult version of spring break. Yeah. There's like spring break and then uh, Memorial Day is like beginning of the summer. But yeah, January, February, March is just kind of miserable. The only solace you can take is when uh, they come out with those Reese's eggs for Easter. Those oh, are pretty yeah. sweet. You put those in the freezer? Yeah. Ooh, baby. Ooh. You know what? I, I don't know why I just thought of this. I think it was when we were talking about comic book that when you talk about Spider-Man, I used to, uh, when go. I was a kid, I would take a uh, little Spider-Man or Batman action figures, yeah. put them in a cup of water, put it in the freezer so they could be half frozen in the cup. No, when it, you would put them in a jar and fill it up with your cum <laughs> and save it in a cupboard. Yes, when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> That's you were like, what I would do. You were like, sorry, Spider-Man. Looks like you won't get out of this sticky situation. <laughs> You know, you're right, Joe. I got the story wrong. For some reason, I misremembered. That, yeah. That's what I actually did. Do you think Joe's here to help us remember like how we actually spend our lives. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it crazy that it's like you were telling me all these things off mic and I would remember it like when it mattered most in the heat of storytelling. Right. Mm. It was the heat the of the, the moment. moment. Well, yikes, dude. This um, Valentine's Day is going to be my first one in a while as a single man. No, Ooh. it won't. What if you, have, what if you find a girl? Yeah, you might find the a next girl. Two weeks? Why not, dude? <laughs> it's not two weeks. It's like a month. Yeah, it's like a month, faggot. Yeah. Uh, you got four weeks. I guess. I guess maybe you if find I find mi- some fat chick who's like, "I love you." Yep, that's me, Joseph. Yep. 
<laughs> What's stopping you? I do remember meeting up with like a girl who was kind of like a stalker back when I wrestled on Valentine's Ooh, Day. Did okay. I tell that story on the podcast? No, tell us about so. this um, misconnection. Yeah. It was like my freshman year of college, I think. I've been wrestling for like a year. It was when I first yes, I remember it was when I first turned bad guy Ooh, because she was really turn. she was really mad at me, and I wasn't sure if it was because I did try on Valentine's Day or because I had become a bad guy. <laughs> Did you just stay the highbrow yeah. that Matt was messing with? Yes. Um, did, did you stay in the pit and like talk to her on the phone about like, hey, look, I know you're probably mad that I was working on Valentine's, but you knew I was bad to the core, yeah. and I'm going to show you how bad I am at Wrestle Night 76 coming to your home soon in no. Westville, New Jersey. And you just ha- you stay with that character no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So 5 p.m. doesn't work for me. How about 5:30? Yeah. The Matt Marinator is going to show up at 7.38 as soon as he gets done with his shift at Burger King. (laughs) I was not working at Burger King. Um, (laughs) Everything else you said about me, I'm okay letting slide, but come on. I'm a McDonald's bro through and through. Yeah. yeah. Well, when it comes to the stories about Matt, he has to have it his way. Mm. Yes. Is that Burger King? Yep, that is. No, Burger King is have it your way. Yeah. Yeah. McDonald's was like, I'm loving it. And also, have you had your break today? And we love to see you smile. We love to see you smile. That was a good one. Yeah. I'm loving it. Um, So, yeah, I remember it was on Valentine's Day. There was this girl who, um, uh, I guess she she either Facebook message. I don't think I gave her my phone number at the time. Um, I maybe I did. I was I was like 19. Um, your mind was older. My mind was older. Yeah. But she um, so she wanted to uh, come out to where I was going to college on Valentine's Day. I never let those two worlds blend like the wrestling world. I would go out on the road Mm -hmm. on the weekends and I professional. Yes. I separated my college life. I was Matt Marin on campus and then I was Nick Matthews on the road. That's so funny. (laughs) I really did think I was living some like double life. That's so good. Um, You walk out of fucking class. You put shades on. Yeah. (laughs) But I. uh, Yeah. So she. I told her where I went to college, and she was like, okay, I'll just, I'll meet you there. I'll let you know when I'm there. And she, like, hitchhiked her way out there. I didn't know she was going to do Uh-oh. that. Just spend Valentine's Day with me. I knew she was kind of crazy. She loved, did you fuck her? Of course um, she did. No, I didn't. Um, well, because we Nick, met. why? We met at the mall, and uh, as we were walking around the mall, I, I guess, I don't know at the time if I, like, in hindsight, I should have known she was crazy from the beginning. I think it took a little while for me to realize. Once we were like walking around the mall and she was talking about what our kids' names will be. Nice. <laughs> what were some of the theories? What I don't remember. What were the kids' names? Bobby, Joseph, Finnegan, Babassus. Yeah, mostly. Okay. CM Punk. Yes. <laughs> Triple H. Undertaker. <laughs> X-Pac. Yeah. Yeah. X-Pac Merritt. Oh, yeah. Matthews. X-Pac Matthews. See, that- Fortunately, <laughs> I don't think she ever knew my actual name. Thank goodness. What if she's listening right now? She's like, Nick, how could you say that? Oh, no. Nicholas. Yeah. She thinks um, you're doing a, a podcast character called Matt Marin. Yeah, but don't worry. One day I'll have a kid, Ultimate Warrior Matthews. That's um, beautiful. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we were walking around the mall, and at a certain point I'm kind of like, fucking, I want to find a way to get out of this. Yeah. And I didn't know how. And we were waiting at the bus stop to go back to campus, where we would probably hook up. Nice. Um. But I, at that point, was more in, this is not good, and I want to get away from this. Mm-hmm. Um, she decided there was something in one of the stores she wanted to go get. 
um, that some makeup or whatever that she uh, saw. And she's like, I actually want to go get that. I'll run back in. You can wait right here. And when she was in there, uh, a bus came. Uh, <laughs> and I got on the bus and beautiful. went back to my dorm. <laughs> Turned my phone off because she was calling nonstop, and I'm not proud of this story. Yeah, I would have fucked her. It was the right thing to do. Yeah, was she? Was she like? I even even before I remember leading up to it, there was a friend of a girl who I was friends with from high school who was also I think single on Valentine's Day, and I was like, um, kind of. talking to her as like um hey we're both single on valentine's day do you want to hang out which mm-hmm. is just me desperately not wanting to hang out with this other girl nice. and just trying to find a way out of it so i think even beforehand i was kind of dreading it but i almost i think part of it was like for the story i would do it and see what happens yeah but i then did it all for the story what <laughs> the story what the story so <laughs> i get back to campus the next time I see her Uh-oh. is when I'm on that show in uh, Jersey, nice. where the independent show was. And uh, this, what I did, uh, I think, oh, so the storyline where I became a bad guy, I had a match with the guy. I was the good guy. He was the bad guy. And at the end of the match, I did a diving move to throw him through a table. Mm-hmm. He was on the table. I laid him out. I dive. He moves out of the way. I fall through the table. Um I got like a bone spur in my elbow because I landed awkwardly on my uh, arm. Now you can't get drafted. Yeah, and uh, then uh, that looked worse than it was. So we did a storyline where I would come out in a sling and said I had a broken arm, and a guy who was one of the older wrestlers was my mentor, and he started feuding with the guy who broke my arm. Okay. And nice. uh, then they were having a match against each other. And I would come out to the ring as, like, his manager. They have their match. This is the next time I see the girl. Um, they're having their match, and I come out. I'm My arm's fully healed. They both are knocked down, and I come out with a steel chair, and I'm finally going to get my revenge. But then I turn, and I hit my mentor over the head with the chair instead. Benedict Arnold over here. And I get on the microphone, and I tell everyone that after I broke my arm and I was in the hospital, that guy who you think is the bad guy was the only one to visit me and actually check on me to see how I was doing. Because even though we were rivals, we had respect for each other. And that's more I can say than about any of you in the audience. You say you like me and you like all your favorite wrestlers, but we don't get any phone calls from you. I didn't hear from any of you. So I'm only going to answer to the people who I know respect me, and I know that's not any of you. And then I walked out with the bad guy. We held each other's arms up, and I saw her in the crowd looking very angry with me. And the next time we talked, she ranted about how I should, uh, how I was a disrespectful young wrestler who turned on my mentor. <laughs> No mention of you ditched me at the bus stop during our date on Valentine's Day. No, it was that uh, I'm an asshole because I have no respect for the veterans (laughs) or professional wrestling. That's funny. (laughs) That rules so much. You should have proposed right then and there, Matt. Yeah, dude. You're never going to find a woman like that ever again. You know what, babe? You're right. Yeah. I can change. (laughs) Yeah. Matt walks into the wrestling office the next day, you know, 9 a.m. They're all wearing, uh, like, business casual and he goes guys we have to rewrite the story i have to be a good guy again yeah someone that impresses that that respects the veteran wrestlers and they're all quiet and one of them he he puts down his lunchbox and he says matt is it a girl Mm. and matt says it is 
Yeah. And then, Although, you have, then he finally has the talk. To be fair, she was also mad about that. It wasn't like that didn't come up at all, but that was like a part of the story. Uh-huh. The main thing was, uh, oh, she's realized what a bad person I am because of that. Uh-huh. And then, well, of course he would ditch me on Valentine's Day. He doesn't even respect the veteran wrestlers. Damn. Damn. I'm actually a little shaken that you don't respect the veteran wrestlers. (laughs) I actually did way more than um, uh, other younger wrestlers. Um, A lot of the other younger wrestlers were more... um, uh, Well, some of it was also... I wasn't as physically gifted. Like I couldn't do like a lot of acrobatics. Like uh, I'm not. You, you weren't. You're no Kofi Kingston. No, I couldn't do. There's some re- younger wrestlers who they can do kind of like flips and cool moves, and it gets a crowd reaction because it looks cool. Um, and I couldn't physically do that, so I had to get a crowd reaction. I had to rely more on character, more on talking on the microphone, more on like doing specific moves that they're done for a reason, why they're done timing, and that kind of stuff. And that's the type of stuff you need to like learn from veterans. So I was very more like a student of the game, talking to the older veterans. The veterans would go to the guys who do the crazy flips and stuff and try and tell them, hey, instead of just doing boom, 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 you can build up to it. You can do the story. And they'd be like, uh-huh, and then just go and do whatever they wanted. Think about that, Bobby. They just get crowd, re- about it. They just get crowd reactions, and they're like, okay, so that's all I need to do. Why has this guy been doing it 15, 20 years? What's he going to tell me? And to be fair, there are some people on like the independent circuit been doing it 15 20 years and never made it like same thing in comedy there's like the con you know the comic who's like featured at the club and they uh you know what you I've gotta been, do i've is been that, performing yeah. at scotty's comedy cove for 20 years i'm telling you you gotta work clean yeah yeah that does exist also um they do exist yeah i always yeah. uh figure that uh if someone is giving me unsolicited comedy advice that they are going to be the last person I want to take advice from anyway. Yeah, I don't know if it's, yeah. it's probably not the same in wrestling, but it, I think it depends on who it is. Some, be, yeah, be, there is much more of a um, uh, take someone under your wing in wrestling okay. than there is in comedy. Yeah, because to me, it's not. It's it's the person that I would want advice from is too busy to talk to me. Who would yes. that be? Um, Jim Gaffigan. Really? Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Um, Although he goes to he, the doctor's office that is in the same building as my office. Well, you should so. go to that. Do you believe what they say about him, like making moves on people's like wives and women and girlfriends and stuff? Like he's a horn dog. Hot. Please tell me this is a bitch. I wish it were. Hot but girlfriend. I heard from other people. <laughs> Hot wife. Yeah. Is that true? Because he strikes me as like a family guy, but I, some of some of those family guys are. I don't know. That's just what I've heard from other comics. It's like one of those things. Really? Yeah, apparently. I don't he know. He seems like the ultimate wife guy, and he's unattractive. You would think like- The power. He is, a, he is a family guy. He always does the things that make us laugh and cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a yeah. new piece of comedy goss. I did you not hear about that? Today. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is also Joe telling us yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> I have to take this with a giant grain of salt. Well, I yeah, take it with a big old grain of salt because hey, it's all a bit, all right. But we'll just see in like a couple of <laughs> in a in a couple of years. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Joe, who is uh, I think I've I've seen sincere in a total of three minutes. 
in our time as yeah. colleagues. Yeah. In like the eight just years going, you've known me. Yeah. Okay, guys. Treat everything like it's a bit. The only time yeah. I remember seeing him be sincere is when we were talking about when I got too high. And he's like, here's what you got to do <laughs> yeah. if you get too high. Yeah. And for two minutes, Joe was actually an honest, good, calm, serious person. It's easy because I can't have you like fucking ruin drugs for everyone else. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no downside to doing drugs. Mm-hmm. You just have to do it right. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful though when when you think Joe is being sincere because he might pull he might pull back the cover and reveal really? that it's been a bit the whole time. Was it? I don't know. I'm afraid one day I'm gonna go to like uh, like a funeral. Africa. I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid one day Bobby's gonna go to Africa too. That scares me. He he's like gonna be in like a big ass cauldron. And then he'll be like, damn, Africa, it sure is cool that you have baths outside <laughs> over in, in a pot. cauldron. Yeah, and they're like fucking cutting up onions and carrots. And you're like, oh, is this good like to exfoliate my skin? And like, they're, they're like muttering some stuff. And he's like, I'm assuming it means something about how it's cool that I know everything about American history. And like the fucking water's bubbling and stuff. That'd be pretty cool. They don't like, scrub a dub, 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 dub. Mm, what smells good? Damn, something smells good. Cooking what Bobby. Is that? Cooking yeah. Bobby would be fun. You don't even need to add any ginger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and anyway, that, that's Bobby's trip to Africa. And then he goes, oh, no. Boo, 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 boo. And then like that little fucking circle closes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bidi 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 bidi. That's all, folks. Yeah. Bobby Sheehan. Damn, I was gonna. I've always wanted to go to Rwanda, but now I. Why? Oh, because that fucking movie with. Uh, I want to go to that hotel and see if it's really like that. Yeah, yeah. What, you leave it one star. Yeah. Did we do this star, bit? Well, I feel like we've I done this bit. Almost. I think we've done all the bits that it, there it's are. It's such to be a done. fucking good bit. Given guys, the we ran out of bits. We're gonna do a clip show. Yeah. yeah. Thanks everyone. It's like our clip show is just us remembering bits. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like remember when we did that one? I can't remember. It's up to like the fans to figure out like do people time like clip shows or it was just no. a way for studios. It was just like a way to fucking fill time. Yeah, because yeah, we don't need like a fucking reminder. Mm-hmm. If you want that, you can go on YouTube and like find like best of. Yeah, mm. yeah. You shouldn't dedicate an entire episode to that. That and um, musicals in a show that's not typically a musical. You don't like that? No, and I like music. I just feel like eh, it's kind of weird. Which ones do you not like that did that? Like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like their musical episode? Um, never got into that show. The Simpsons did it, and I didn't like it. Scrubs did it, and I didn't like it. Scrubs always would do stuff where they break. They did a couple of yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah. There was the one where the the woman fell like yeah was she in would a like coma. everyone was singing yeah. yeah. Oh, South Park, they're musical guys. Yeah. Like, the movie was great. And that's technically... <laughs> the movie was good. Is that a, mu- it the is a musical? The movie is a... You, yes. So they do songs in episodes, but But, like, it's, like, yeah. not serious songs. Like, that's, yes. like... The, uh, you know, it's one thing, like, when they try to, like... Sometimes you see, like, a, a, a show where it's, like, okay, but we're going to show you that we actually have some depth. Mm-hmm. And they try to have, like, a real deep, meaningful song. Yeah. But, like, with South Park, it's, you know... There's too many minorities in my water yeah, park. which is so fun. <laughs> and I try to tell the authorities, but the authorities are minorities. Yes. <laughs> and they're all just wearing their t-shirts in the pool yeah. and everything. It's hard like, to be a Jew yeah. on Christmas. Damn, South Park yeah. fucking rules. South That's Park like, will South, always yeah, rule. Yeah, South Park, they never, ever do anything to be like, hey, look how talented we are. They just do things that only talented people could do. 
and then make you be like, oh, wow, they're actually really talented. My dad, who's like a big music person, he's really like South Park, and he's like, they're legitimately like uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Well, it's also funny, like, that you can tell they're gamers, too. Like, yeah. the episodes that are around, like, Cartman trying to get, like, the Nintendo Wii. Yeah. And then, like, that episode where literally everyone's playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. And, like, like the, the cops are, like, ready, like, take that cop! And, like, they're going around yeah, shooting Yeah, the one where they find a ninja star, and they're all, like, anime characters. Yeah, that one's awesome. Tight and I want to protect my balls. Damn. We're, we're officially now an all-South Park podcast. Yes. We just review every new episode of South Park. Every every episode of South Park and every new episode. Yeah. Huh? We're, we're going to review every episode of South Park until new episodes start, and then we'll review those episodes. It's also great that there's just something, because like that like late night, mid to late 90s and 2000s when just like kind of fucked up humor was popular and everybody did just like it so much of that that's still around has changed a lot like howard stern's very different now south park is still like pushing the envelope mm-hmm. um and Might but yeah we'll Stern- call them letter carriers at this yeah. point huh <laughs> it is interesting i watched an old stern interview they had pete rose on back in the early in the early 90s and uh at the time the reds uh the team pete rose played for and managed had a uh, an owner, an old white woman who Uh-oh. was uh, old bitch. Yes, who was uh, very racist. Was an old old bitch. Um, actually, right. I don't. Maybe, like racist in the way that she would say fucked up things, but also like. like what? Uh, so their star player at the time was Eric Davis, who uh, had just signed a million dollar contract. So you know, you sign a black guy to a million dollar contract. It's like, are you racist if you're giving a black guy money? But she did call him their million dollar n word, million dollar monkey. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that would have been better because yes. it's not she a said, slur, yeah. and it's also alliterative. She was it like, it can't yeah. be hateful. It's alliterative. Yeah. She's like, hey, Donkey Kong, you can get a lot of bananas with this, huh? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm kind of getting turned on here. Yeah, this, this is woman. nice. Yeah, her like name this? was Marge. Yeah. Marge Look Schott. Look how strong Bobby is. Yeah. Oh, so Howard Stern's interviewing Pete Rose, and they had one of the guys doing an impression of her yeah. going, Hey, Pete, uh, did Marge, did, uh, Pete, have I ever talked to you about, uh, and she's dropping N bomb, like Stern on his show is dropping N bombs. It's like old Howard. You can't do it. It's, saying the N word in any context is yeah. like saying it with anger to a black person. Stop yeah. it. Is that true? There's no difference. Do yeah. you really mean that? If I'm lying, I'm crying, et cetera. Et cetera. So old Stern would do that, and then uh, yeah, Stern is so wildly different now. Why? Um, I don't know. He is. Do you think it's all the money? I mean, he was making plenty of money back then. He's got like, fuck you money. It might be how he actually feels. Do you think it's yeah. like? Do you think that money ruins people? Stop giving us Patreon money, please. We have I to think maintain- that, that's why no one's subscribing because yeah. they, yeah. they, they they're want concerned for our mental health. They want to yeah. keep our fucking opinions pure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Don't, I love don't, our fans. don't give them so much money that they quit their day jobs and therefore have no structure to their right. day. I do think Stern. Otherwise, is we weird. just become like fucking like those wealthy podcasters that just do like wealthy stuff, like how Burt Kreischer got like Hitler's teacup. Because they just have too much fucking money. Okay. He got Hitler's teacup. Yeah, like uh, Tom Segura gave Burt Kreischer Hitler's teacup, and they had like an unboxing on their podcast. Yeah, because they have that much money, dude, to get like Nazi artifacts. You wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to do that, Joe. No, I'd. I'd fucking gift you a gun. Yeah, a Nazi yeah. gun. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. A real one. This yeah. is the one. This is the one they used to kill a Jew. Yeah. To execute <laughs> a, a Jew in the middle of the fucking so why camp. Why don't you do a sequel, Matt, if yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Ooh. Wink, wink. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, so why don't you take this to an open mic, Matt? Who's calling you? Your mom? Um, that's mom nope, movie it's review. a reminder to record locker room talk. Perfect. That's and the multiple times that's happened so, during the show, and it's also like well after we you yeah a reminder would have been appropriate. Like yeah, four o'clock would be a good reminder. I think I put it at seven o'clock instead of six o'clock. Um, but anyway, I think Stern is uh, wants to be liked. Why? Um, I think that's like some motivation because old Stern he was doing stuff that. It was pissing people off, but I think in some ways he felt like he was pissing off the right people because it was the old like Christian yeah. conservative type people. Remember when he made that yeah. woman have an orgasm on the air yeah. in, in private parts? Yep. Did that make you horny watching that scene? Very. Yeah. Yeah. Did I you almost ever had see that, a, Bobby. You're telling me this is a female orgasm? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Bobby, you should watch the movie because I know you've never seen one of those in person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you never given a woman an orgasm? I have, Joseph. Matt, why'd you lie to me? (laughs) (laughs) But as we discussed on a previous episode, it has nothing to do with me. Why? Uh, Well, folks, you're going to have to listen back, but we can just do old bits. (laughs) Yeah, this (laughs) This is the best of. This is not even a month old. (laughs) This is the best of. This is the best of show. (laughs) Yeah. I think a woman comes in the time that she comes and you have nothing to do with it either in the positive or the negative. Yeah, if I want a woman to come, I'll, I'll unchain her from the basement long enough for her to diddle herself. Mm. I only want to date women who can only come if they're chained in a the basement. There Matthew, you go. Matthew, yeah. marinate. That's, That's what we call sexual compatibility. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, Howard Stern doesn't... He, he He's in the point of his career where he's thinking about his legacy. And he doesn't yeah. want his legacy to be shot jock. He wants it to be... Uh, Respectful guy. Yeah, which is weird. It's like, I don't know, just choose your lane. Like, you're not going to be Larry King no matter how much you want to be. Why not? I don't know. I don't I don't think he makes that transition. He could. You never yeah, know. he could. Really? Well, I it mean, seems he's like, like he's kind of prestigious he's, now in terms yeah. of, like, who he's getting on. Like, he's, he's a, still a rite of passage. He's a judge on America's Got Talent. Remember when Ooh. he told that black kid that, like, he wasn't going to make it and the kid started crying and he had to console the kid? No, I don't. Oh, uh, man, yeah. they, they, it was just one of those judging shows where, yeah. you know, like, a little kid comes up and starts doing shit. Yeah. And then, like, you know, the judges don't want to fail, but Howard gave him, like, no, yeah. fail. I did just uh, rewatch when Norm MacDonald was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Nice. It's so funny because he's, like, going through the answers and he's like, I think I want to say this. And then Reed just is like, is that your final answer? He's like, well, I don't know. You gave me a face when I said it, so now I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> and, it just, went, yeah, and then it gets to like 500,000 he's used his lifelines he's like I want to ask the audience but can I ask only the members of the audience who know the correct answer <laughs> hell yeah dude when it gets to he's got $500,000 and the next question is the million dollar question and he starts answering and he says I think it's this one and we just is like I know you're a gambler, but you have no lifelines left. You can keep the 500000 or you can go for the million. If you're not sure, you should probably keep the 500000 He's like, yeah, I'll keep the money. But I do think it might be this one. <laughs> He's just like going back and forth. And then he says, yeah, I'll keep the money. He keeps the money. And then his guess was the right answer. And he's like, Regis, why'd you convince me yeah. not to do it? Jesus, man. It's so funny. I've never seen Regis squirm so much on that show hosting. He probably didn't know how bad of an addiction... Norm had yeah. I remember. Do you remember Norm's uh, sports show on Comedy Central? I loved it. Yeah, he bet twenty five thousand dollars on Manny Pacquiao to win a fight where he was like, 
a heavy favorite. So it was like twenty five grand to win three grand. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. But that's what you gotta do. Yeah. To be successful. At gambling, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's have so you ever have you ever gambled no, much? Was that a vice of yours at all? No, nah, my gambling ended at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> I would collect tickets and exchange it, but then it's like I can just save up and fucking get this for like you know. Is that gambling? I feel like it kind of is playing games for tickets. Yeah, why not? What? How is it not? Well, gambling is when you can lose money. You get to lose. You could not get tickets. I feel like you get some amount of tickets no matter what. Yeah, but like you fuck up, so you end up spending more. Well, I mean, you're playing. You're playing for the enjoyment of the game, and if you happen to get tickets, that's a bonus. I was always working for something. Yeah. What games would you play? I would do that one where the light goes around in a circle, and you you have to to stop it in the middle. Yeah. Well, I hit jackpot a couple of times. Me too. It was about timing it. I was actually pretty decent. at that. I was really good. I would like count down. I would count. I would have a. I would see like where it was and then like start counting. Yeah. And then like seeing how long and then like timing it and timing it and timing it. Well, bah. But even if you miss, you still get a certain amount of yeah. tickets. Yeah. So by the end, you know, it's you can get more or less. Yeah, but. but I was also just thinking like the amount of money I spent getting tokens and then transferring that to tickets. Yeah. It's like I could have just bought something. Yeah. And I've always got so I never really saw the appeal. I never learned how to play cards. Yeah. You know, if I want to do something competitive, I'll just play fucking you know, PlayStation. We used to play Texas Hold'em in my high school cafeteria, but nice. gambling wasn't allowed, so we would write down all the bets on a piece of paper and then exchange money at the end of lunch. That's so funny. <laughs> we, I used to. That's when poker was real big on ESPN. It's just a bunch of high school kids, but like one very old Vietnamese man. Yeah. Chain smoking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we. I used to watch poker after school when they played Texas Hold'em on ESPN to get strategy that nice. I could bring to those kids. Hell yeah, dude. A lot of it was like. Wearing reflected shades, yeah, and, shit. They and also have gambling classes for like kids yeah. that you know aren't gonna make it, yeah. You know, like I know he's gonna hang out in life AC skills. anyway, they, yeah. they, they call it life skills, yeah. but it's really like how to gamble, how to fucking rob mm-hmm. someone, yeah, how, how to pay child support or yeah. how to get out of child support, rather, yeah. how to remove your fucking fingerprints, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, I remember whenever the teachers would come by, if we thought they were suspicious of us playing uh, what games it was, I would like take the deck of cards and do like a magic trick for the lunch aid, Ooh. and okay. they'd think that's what we were doing. Oh, that's beautiful. That was like during the year or two when I got really into They're learning like, well, magic Matt, tricks. If this is just uh, card tricks. How come this one boy who's been at this table for a long time looking upset suddenly has two black eyes yeah for quote not being able to pay up yeah <laughs> but yeah that, I, that's the thing if someone owes i know you guys probably paid for pennies but right. you got it and no we were doing dollars we were doing some dollars washington in the mix yeah hey big spender jeez yeah man. maybe even some lincoln what did you do in high school what did i do i was in a punk band Really? What'd yeah. you play? Uh, I was the vocalist. Wait, can you do a little something? Can you sing a little something? Uh, what was the name of the band? Mental Spanking. Can you just get they like like one like a few lyrics like kill the hippies, nuke the whales, burn a forest tonight? We were doing that shit because uh, there was like a big. Folk Did you punk. do that thing where you take your shirt off and you were just like pace back and forth <laughs> and like hit your head? Kill the hippies, burn the forest. <laughs> 
Hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. That's so funny. Yeah, I was even, I mean, I was probably like 120 pounds soaking wet. Look, oh, damn. So you're like just like one boy. of those little thin, angry guys. Huh? Yeah. You still have like the short haircut, huh? I've I've had this, uh, Mark Zuckerberg stole it from me. I've had this haircut my whole life. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, th- in fact, this is probably the longest I let it go. Yeah? yeah. But I've been thinking about maybe maybe going to an actual barber and getting like a, like a fade. Why? I don't know. Try to... to Try to change things up a little bit. I'm going to get a Peaky Blinders haircut. You think so? Where I shave it on the sides and have it long and slicked back. It's it's you and like uh, like girls in Bushwick that have three boyfriends. And Macklemore. And yes. Macklemore, yeah. What did you do in high school, Joe? Fucking theater, baby. Yeah, were you a theater That's kid? That's so funny to me. You were a theater kid? Community theater. I did community theater on Friday afternoons. I did the high school musical. Aside from that, I mostly just kind of fucked See, around. I would think that you would like hate your colleagues. I did. You did. Yeah, I did. But I loved. I love the craft. Hated the colleagues. Okay. And I. I even, Every time the craft has to have a good time, some <laughs> ignorant ass <laughs> colleagues want to fuck it up. Like I and I did. Uh, I, I when I first went to San Francisco State, I studied theater, and mm-hmm. I hated the fucking people theater that were kids. also doing yeah. theater. So it's like, well, I like this thing, but I don't want to do it. So I did improv for a hot minute in college too that is also funny to me and yeah. that's good i like i like that shit but i hate the fucking people that do like i feel the same way about yoga like i love yoga yeah. but i hate the people that are like namaste yeah and, let's yeah. Only, and it's like fucking shut the fuck up and let's just do the shit you know um so it was always that's why i like stand up because it's it kind of distills the aspect of you're on stage you're performing yeah, but you don't have a bunch of fucking douchebags around. And we, yeah, we really like all the people who do stand up that we yeah, know. There's no crazy people in the stand up world. Right, a uh, few people though. <laughs> Actually, quite like, a like bit. who? Uh, well, I would say like Ben Miller. <laughs> I would say Ben Miller. I would say like ever since I found out that Mark Henley has sex with trans women, let's throw Mark Henley in there too. That's fucking right. wild and crazy, yeah. right? He's who a else? wild and crazy guy. Yeah, could- man. Who else? Just all kinds of people, you man. It's funny. He doesn't really make that his thing, though. Like, there's a, there's yeah. a lot of like Jim Norton kind of wannabe guys that are yeah. like, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had sex with a trans person. I had to fucking knock the dick out of my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, cool thing. I'm glad I paid money for this ticket. <laughs> It's a very good Norton impression. Yeah, thanks. It was just like he always just does like, like clearing out his fucking throat. Mm-hmm. He's such a strange little man. Mm-hmm. Do you? You're 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 much like him. Yeah, yeah. Jim Norton's one of my favorite comedians. Really, mm-hmm. really. But I've never knowingly fucked a trans woman. We all know that. Well, I have gotten a couple of purely BJ's from uh, a man from from a working girl, and it, when you're getting just a BJ, I it feel doesn't like matter. It's rolling the dice, dude. You know, just a sucky, sucky. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not into it. The dick is a the a clear and present dick is 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 a deal breaker. I will say. Yeah. Why? Eh, it's just it's not my thing. It's like yeah. the clause in the First Amendment. <laughs> you have freedom of speech unless there's a clear and present dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> a clear and present danger. A clear and present dick. Yeah, yeah. That's a. Uh, I I don't know. For some people, it's like less important. They they the because a friend of ours. Uh, well, it was Mark. We already mentioned. He's uh, he's like it's more about the femininity than like mm. the body part. And I'm I like, don't know, man. So to me, I like a nice tom boy. Mm. You know what I mean? But yeah. the pussy is required. I'm almost like, I'm no, almost a, the other way. I need a pussy because before I have sex with a woman, I pull the lips apart and say, "My baby's gonna live in here." <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> what? That's some intense. <laughs> 
That is the grossest thing Joe has ever said oh, on the podcast. shut up, <laughs> That's dude. awful foreplay, dude. It's the circle of life. Why? I don't know. Does that get her all hot and bothered? I don't care. It, got her, it gets her bothered, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's Not half hot. the bottle. Yeah, that, that is go, halfway dude. there. It's half the fucking battle, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's all you got to say. <laughs> I'm having trouble talking today. I know. Because I said that's half the battle, and I said half the bottle. Yikes, yeah. dude. Are you, did I have you fucking relapse? Like, verbal dyslexia. Did you relapse? No. Bobbert. Talk no, and I got a cool what, seven hours last night, wait, too. relapse on what? Alcohol or porn? Bobby can relapse on multiple things now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. What a fucking... <laughs> I could actually relapse on many things yeah. because I do everything to excess. Where, do you, yeah. where are you guys from? Yeah. Do, do you, are you sober because Eminem sober? I found out Eminem <laughs> is sober. He actually uh, probably quit as I was starting. Yeah, because he, he actually his uh, I believe his first day of sobriety, ironically, is April twentieth, two thousand eight. Four twenty. Yeah, and I started drinking, I guess, in either two thousand six or two thousand seven. Wow. Yeah. Has so, Eminem given up porn? I imagine he doesn't need it. Oh, wait, what about for you? Uh, here's a question: Are you able? Uh, you're jerking. You'll still jerk off, right? Yeah, of he course. jerked off once. Yeah. Are you able to masturbate to Eminem's daughter? Because that's not porn. <laughs> he does, dude. He's so guilty. He feels so guilty about it, Bobby. Because he's like fucking little Eminem. I shouldn't have sex with you, but here we are. Yeah, I actually couldn't do that. You know why? Why? Because when you when you know someone as like a child, and then they grow up, yeah. there's this sort of weirdness. Nope. Definitely, yeah. yeah not at all. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. The American- if anything, it's like my my, how you've grown. <laughs> what a nice little investment I made, and now all my years of investment. of of grooming have finally paid <laughs> off. As now you're a legal adult. Uh, and now I can do it a bit. This is a character. Yeah, yeah, it's a pedophile. fucking bit. But are you kidding me? Like, who could fucking blame him? That's smart. The uh, I'll tell you what sucks though is if you fucking like start grooming a kid, and and you're like, I can't wait till they fucking turn eighteen and I can get a little taste, and then they fucking pork up, and yeah. you're like, ah, damn it, I want you got to get get on the fucking treadmill. Yeah, you I think? Spend yeah, all this time fucking investing in grooming you. It's like when you so it's appreciating assets. It's like yeah. when you're like baseball scouts, you see a young prospect, right. like this guy's gonna be a great ball player one yeah. day. That kid's got and a then, hell of an arm. And then they're a total <laughs> but you draft number yeah. one overall, big bust. You you groom a fucking kid. Yeah. And, and she's so hot, and you're like, Oh, I can't fucking wait. And then like on prom, her limo gets into a car accident oh. and she's fucking paralyzed. She's a fucking vegetable. Yeah, the Len bias yeah. of women. Yeah, she's all fucking <laughs> covered in third degree burns, and you're like Great, Led but like they, she's not brain dead, so it's yeah. like God, I've got fucking. What would you do? This girl you've been fucking grooming twelve years, all of a sudden prom night, third mm. degree burns all over her body. What are we gonna do? Are we gonna fucking pull the plug? Are you gonna smother her yourself? <laughs> it's kind of crazy that I get to decide whether yeah. the plug is pulled. <laughs> Led by hold on, hold on. He's her father, but yeah. I'm the guy that's been waiting. Yeah. It's like. I, <laughs> This man has been grooming my daughter for twelve yeah. years. I think it's his it's yeah. his place to decide. In case He's for the those, one that's you, lost those the of you who don't know, Len Bias was a top draft pick who died of a cocaine overdose shortly after being drafted. That's sick, dude. Yeah. Why There's, not? I mean that Greg Oden, number one overall draft pick, and then he has a knee injury. Doesn't get to play. Has a knee injury, Bobby. That sucks. Spend all this time grooming your next star <laughs> and then they Do you think grooming you. is bad? Yeah, I'm gonna go on record saying it's bad. Well, what if like both people like it? Well, it's interesting. Both the right and the left have obscured what grooming means. Okay, groomer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what do you feel grooming is? 
And why is it cool? As Joe groomed his mustache with a yeah. comb. <laughs> There's only one kind of grooming I like. It's this one and guiding a fucking child through their <laughs> developmental years to view you as a sexual object once they turn 18. Those are two kinds. You just said there's only one kind of grooming I like and then said both of the kinds of grooming. Well, I separated it with a semicolon. <laughs> <laughs> there's one kind in two sections. Yes. We're just fucking palling around, man. Mm. We're just trying to kill some time. Yeah. <laughs> that's Honor. what the podcast is <laughs> yeah. we had an hour to fill we're trying to kill some time i was like oh, let's, let's fucking your honor let's see you talk with two friends for an hour and 15 it's minutes Im- your honor it's impossible of course we're gonna fucking allude to grooming mm-hmm. yeah that is that is joe's like version of like uh when you have nothing else to say you just talk about the weather yeah mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. like uh when you have nothing else to say just talk about pedophilia i do know what you were saying before about the when you know someone is a child the american pie girls rules mm-hmm. the lead in that was the little girl from the game plan oh, the yeah. movie nice. with the rock oh yeah so yeah when she was like the main character even though she is like doing hot things in multiple scenes i only think of the little girl from the game plan i yeah. don't i can look past it yeah well i mean then i come but <laughs> That's fine. Like, well, I, that I, first American Pie was the same thing. It was the kid from Rookie of the Year, Thomas Ian Nicholas. Yeah. You keep saying that. Yeah. But I never watched Rookie of the Year. That's the kid who breaks his arm and I then kn- can throw a 90 mile an hour fastball. It was all right. But then, like, he rebroke his arm and then he couldn't throw it or yeah, some shit. Yeah, I think so. I that don't shit remember. was so fucking dumb. Also, did we talk about it before? He was, like, clearly the lead in the first yeah. American Pie. And by, like, two and three, it becomes Jason Biggs. And then Sean William Scott. You fuck yeah. one pie, and then everybody wants you to be the fucking the breakout role. Yeah, endeared him to a generation. Yeah, even though like now, like I think kids are fucking like vegetables and shit, putting cucumbers never, up their ass. I was a horny little boy. I never put my dick in something. I just fucking strange. jerked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was jerking off all the time, but I never thought like, oh, I have to put this in something. Never. You know, I never even did like the couch cushions. Which no, a, I never. Yeah. No, I have never done it. Nah. Um, I'm trying to think. Nope, never even. I never used a flashlight either. It was because like sex is so intimate, right? Yeah. That if anybody is like, oh, I used to. I here's a weird way. We all used to masturbate, yeah. and then you're like, I never put my dick in the cow cushions, but yeah. you're like, well, fucking maybe everybody else is, and then there's just kind of these weird little. I knew a kid in high school that put a banana peel. He took the banana out. Mm-hmm. Maybe he ate it. I don't know. Right. Put the banana peel in the microwave. Damn. He's was like, he you, learning how to put on a condom? <laughs> he gets the banana he eats it yeah he's like all right and then he tr- 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 oh have i don't know if i've told this story wait so what did he, he tried to fuck the banana after it was in the microwave he, the banana yeah peel. He, he he like warmed up the banana and then the banana peel sorry right just the banana peel uh warmed it up in the microwave and then wrapped it around his dick to mat because he was like it feels like a pussy Ooh. even though he had of no idea. Never <laughs> you know what? Nobody actually pussy. has an idea of what pussy feels like. But yeah, when you actually like have sex with with a woman and you feel her uh-huh. pussy, it's like this feels exactly how I thought it was going to yeah. feel. But you also don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like some kind of primitive thing in our brain, mm-hmm. or yeah. it's like I don't know. I like when you're a kid. Like, damn, what does a fucking titty feel like? Uh-huh. You know, and like I would give anything to feel a fucking titty. And then you know, like it, you're an adult and you are, you know, whenever, and you finally feel a titty, and it feels like how you think it would feel, but you need that. You need that physical you need to feel confirmation it. to know. Yeah. You need to feel it whether she wants you to or not. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to. Yeah. I need to know. Yes. Officer, sometimes you need to know. Science demands you, it. You you ought to know. That's For, what that song was about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The um, Alanis Philotet. <laughs> Matt. When I was a 
teenager and I was virgin, I wanted to prepare putting on a condom. Nice. So I bought condoms with the express intent of just trying them on alone. And what was not intuitive to me that someone had to tell me mm. was that when you put it on, that's the last time. What do you mean? So I... 16-year-old Bobby bought a condom, opened it, unrolled it, and tried to put it on his penis. Yeah. Oh. No, I tried that, too, because I wanted to know what it felt like to they didn't, no, I, put I, a dude, condom I unroll, on. I unwrapped the condom. Oh. And then was like, this is they fucking didn't, hard they to didn't, maneuver. Oh, you they unwrapped didn't show you it. in yeah. sex ed that you have to fucking... Catholic school, baby. Mm, Don't sucks. have sex was my sex ed. Damn, I put the condom sucks. on, and then I also practiced like taking it off really quickly, mm. so I'd be able to do it when the girl is like, once she's turned around and can't see right, anymore. Right. Yeah, stealthing. They yes, call it. I had to practice stealthing. They they made that illegal in 2016, I think. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes, indeed. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, would a woman not notice? They know. Yeah. They don't care. It's sort of this. It feels good for everyone to not wear a condom. Okay. Women so lose sensation too. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. what locker room talk is about. Three men talking about what we assume women feel. Let's get a guest sex. on and we'll ask him if that's yes, also right. Ne- and, we'll never, he and when we have female guests on, we just don't talk well, about we'll it. We'll be at too all. shy to ask. Right. Well, who really? should who should be the first non Kelly female guest? Ooh, non Kelly. What about Matt's guest? crush? Oh yeah, maybe one. Well, who is one, that? Who is that this week, Joe? Oh come on, dude! It's Amy Cardinale, <laughs> dude. <laughs> and you already used your beep for this week. Yeah, yes. for your ex. Damn it! <laughs> Don't worry, dude. Your new flame will be safe. We could have Amy on, not yeah. because she's my crush, but because she is. <laughs> Can we fu- fucking invite her over? Matt's wearing a tuxedo, <laughs> <laughs> and Matt's like, "Oh, Amy, I didn't know you'd be here." <laughs> here, I usually sit here, but. You could sit here this time. I'll sit on the floor. I'll sit on the floor. It's okay. Finn like runs up and Matt's like, yeah, dogs really like me. I guess because like they must be able to detect I'm like a really nice guy or something. <laughs> and then Bubs is in here because Matt killed him the night yeah, before. Yeah, Matt fucking killed him. <laughs> I look, can't let her look see me weak. be weak. Yeah, I can't let her see me be afraid of a fucking 10-year-old cat. <laughs> I can't see your fear for my life, dude. Sorry, Amy. You're now never going to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> no, nah, dude. I think Locker Room Talk should only have boy guests. Unless she's one of our Goomars. Unless she's a Goomar, yeah. yeah right. Uh, there's the no so we Goomar will be able to have, We'll be able to have Amy under the future Goomar rule. <laughs> Ooh, future Goomar. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the thing that we make all women guests sign. Like, oh, you're going to temporarily be our Goomar. But it's like yeah. how Islamic guys are mm-hmm. like marry and divorce a prostitute like the same day. Now you are my fucking wife. Do they do that to have sex with Isn't prostitutes? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. They'll marry and divorce a woman in the same day just so they yeah. can get a nut off. Mm-hmm. That's kind of sick. Yeah. Yeah. I all fucking it. religious fundamentalists do that. Like the the fucking Jews that have like their button pushed. Careful. The religious fundamentalist Jews that yeah. have their button pusher guy, you know, What's that? they have I their don't button pusher guy. They're like, it's Saturday, I can't push elevator buttons. Oh, like that? Okay. Yeah. I thought, like, do priests marry the kids they fuck <laughs> for a day? <laughs> yeah, for the day. <laughs> Maybe, dude. Yeah. You know, there's at least one gentleman in the Vatican. Do we have any fans in the Vatican? Yeah, we uh, actually do. We, do. Have, we have listeners in Vatican City. We do. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we have listeners in Italy. I know that. Mamma mia. Yeah. Well, let's go, dude. I want to go to the Leaning Power mm-hmm. Tower of 
Pisa. Le- leaning power. Leaning power of Chisa. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's very funny because you would think like the only cool because the Taliban, Al Qaeda, whatever, is just a gang, right? On yeah. an international level, the coolest. But like, gang. what's the coolest thing about being in a gang is like you get to sex in the new chicks. Mm. You know what I mean? But if you're if you're fucking you know religious gangs, yeah, right. then you gotta like follow rules and shit. Dude, can you imagine the amount of fucking handshakes that the guy that came up with the divorce them the same day rule came like? Come on. Oh, that guy fucking rules. Dude. If you're like in the Taliban and you're like, This is a this is a cool fucking gang. We've yeah. been have we've been having We got a good we thing had some going. good times. We've had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Professional comedians. Yes. Folks. We've uh we got a pretty good thing going, but fucking it'd be nice to get some fucking push and then one dude was like, Hey guys, we're going to marry him, divorce him in the same day, and then we can get as much puss as we want. It's so cool. The Taliban just keeps getting better and better, baby. Hell yeah. It's so funny, man. It's like uh, uh, fucking... Is it only men Only men in like Taliban and Al-Qaeda? Mm-hmm. I think, well, but yeah, you could join... I think there were like women that joined ISIS, right? There yeah. Were, like, uh, you know, there's women that... ISIS... Liked- it's women. I sis. S I S. Oh boy, is this almost done? <laughs> yeah, we're we're good. We're good. No, I'm kidding. They weren't Gal Qaeda. <laughs> wow, I'm really thinking we should uh Taliban this guy from our podcast, huh? Anyway, nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If there's any listeners that are in Al Qaeda or ISIS or Al or the Taliban. Al-Jazeera. Or Al-Jazeera. Al-Jazeera. <laughs> All of those fundamentalist, dangerous organizations. Please yeah. let us know. Yeah. You, yeah. you see the fucking... Um, uh, this is like... Oh, my God. It was over a year ago oh my. when Afghanistan fell and the fucking Taliban were just like overtook chilling. the palace and they were chilling you would think from like playing all these video games that there's they're like these tough guys where in the fucking where you can only see their eyes and yeah they have these big machine guns they're all like neck beards dude yeah they're all like skinny fucking like patchy beard and they're all like, yeah it's, it's all done by drones now yeah yeah well even even them oh yeah i guess the taliban has drones right it's all yeah yeah do you have anything you want to say um, please subscribe to the Patreon unless you don't want to. Um, I could be found at Bobby Sheehan, LOL. I, yeah, we got to plug our socials on the we, podcast. We've, I'm realizing we've almost never did that. We now. don't do that. We put it on the YouTube. Yeah, it is in the yeah. co- it is in the episode description, which I know all of you listening read every yeah. time you watch. We, we know that you guys know how to read. Yes. For sure, our listeners know how to read. And if you don't know how to read, please write us at... Uh, I guess that doesn't work, huh? They can send an email. They can like t- talk to type. Ah, talk to type at our uh, just some locker room talk at gmail dot com. Yeah, and explain to us uh, what women feel during sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe, you got anything to plug? Uh, yeah, my asshole. Really? Mm-hmm. You're not wearing a a plug right now? No, not yet. I'm about to plug it live on the Patreon. Yeah. So for he five took out bucks, the, he, yeah. took, he took out the plug for the free episode. Yeah. Okay. So for a mere five bucks a month, you can see me plug my asshole. And for ten bucks a month, Joe will mail you the butt plug, and you yeah. could sniff it as much as you want. Yeah. You can use it as a paperweight too. It's beautiful. Yeah. Matt, do you have anything to plug? Let me guess. Comedy Fight Club. 
Comedy Fight Club. Oh, I, I heard you had some good judges on this week. Yeah, we had uh, some, some uh, mostly good judges. One one of the judges just kept rambling about Eight Mile. Oh, Uh-oh. that sounds like it sucks. Yeah. Did he, wear, did he wear the Eight Mile hat the he whole time? He was wearing the Eight Mile beanie the <laughs> whole time also. Kept yeah. saying where the 12-year-old's at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yo, 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 I love Eminem, but the thing I love more is cracking open a young child's asshole. We out of here. Locker room talk 2023 to infinity. We'll see you next time. Or maybe we'll see you later if you have a Patreon account. Yeah. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. That was awful. Yikes. Yikes. Yikes.